Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of No Dumb Questions with Mel. I'm just going to jump right into today's episode. Today's topic is one I'm seeing everywhere, and it's on friendships. Specifically, how do you maintain your college friendships? And this topic will be another two-parter. For me, my college friendships are one of the most precious and purest friendships I have. These people are, are my reminder of who I am, and they totally ground me. And with that, I invited one of my best friends from college to chat through this topic. Before we get started with today's episode, let's kick everything off with my Google segment. So the latest thing I Googled were actually two dramas. One, Duna, and two, Behind Your Touch. And both of these K-dramas are on Netflix. Duna is it's eight or nine episodes, but it's a shorter series, and it stars Bay Susie. And I'm a huge, not a huge, but I really like her. I watched her in Startup and just been a fan of Miss A. So Duna looks quite interesting to me. Um, I know it's based on a webtoon and I watched like episode one or two of like the anime version and it was dubbed in Chinese. So I'm curious to see like the Korean adaptation. And the other one I'm other drama I'm kind of debating on is like Behind Your Touch. At first when I read the synopsis, I was kind of like, what? Like this person can see into animals' minds or something by touching them. I was like, that sounds a little cheesy. But then my friends and roommates start watching it and they're like, hey, there's like this overarching mystery component. And I just love a good mystery thread. Like when the camellia blooms, I love that aspect. So pretty much I'm trying to figure out which one I want to start first because I'm about to be on a long haul flight to Asia and I got to figure out which drama I want to download. Like ideally I could watch both at the same time, but like I don't know. I feel like you only download a certain amount of episodes before like your phone runs out of battery. So I would love to hear what everyone's recommending. Just DM me and let me know which drama you recommend for me to watch. For today's topic on how to maintain college friendships, I thought it'd be fitting to bring on one of my best friends that I met in college. Our friendship is one I consider super special. I consider her one of the funniest and smartest people I know. We've been friends for over 12 years now. She's never been on the podcast, but I have brought her name up a couple of times on the main show. 
So I'm excited to dive into our friendship and how we managed to stay friends all this time despite living in different cities. So with that, let's welcome my very dear friend and one of my besties, Sally Lee, to my mini show. Hi, Sally. Hi, Mel. I can't believe we've been friends for over 12 years. Did you do that math? I actually counted. I was like, okay, graduated in 2013, but we met in 2011, so I was like doing all the math. Is that dated as a Tapioca Express? That is not dated from Tapioca Express. I love that you remember that occasion. So actually, let's just dive into it. So why don't we give our, like, the listeners kind of like the background of our friendship and, like, maybe share, like, how do we meet? Like, do you remember? Oh, absolutely. Well, okay, I actually, I was explaining this to Joel the other day, and he was like, how do you know Mel? And I was like, well, funny story. Mel was friends with Tiff first. So Joel's Sally's boyfriend. Tiff was our other roommate in college. Tiff and Sally were friends since middle school. Tiff and I were in community college together. We were in English class together. And what I remember was Tiff got in. We both got to UCSD. We transferred in. And I was like, oh, do you want to like live together? Because me and you get along really well. And she was like, yeah, that'd be great. Um, Actually, can my best friend Sally also live with us but in a different room? And I was like, sure. <laughs> Sally, I don't know who this is. And then we, she set up a tapioca meetup for us just to, like, get to know each other. I also remember, too, like, when I first met you at tapioca, two things came to mind. I was like, one, wow, this girl is, like, really easy to talk to. She's, like, really bubbly. And, wow, she's, like, really short. Oh, my God. I'm just <laughs> going to pull that up. I was like, I'm pretty sure every time you talk about this moment, you talk about how you were like, wow, she is really small. Because <laughs> when Tiff described, oh, my really good friend Sally, she's kind of, she's she's like small, like small Sally. And I was like, okay, cool. And I saw you, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> she's really small. For the record, I am four foot 11. I am very small. Well, you're four eleven. Yeah, I'm four eleven. I tried to round up, but it's still four eleven. <laughs> well, thanks for that fun fact. You know, another funny thing I remembered? Uh-huh. When we were moving into UCSD together, another fun <laughs> fact is that we found out your mom and my dad worked together. Yeah. Oh, my God. In Wait. In the elevator? In the elevator, my dad came out to the dorm. And he's like, oh, I just ran into my coworker. She's moving in her daughter. And then you guys walk in. And we're like, yeah, we're in the same freaking apartment. Well, it's funny because your dad was like, oh, I ran into my coworker. And then my mom walked into the apartment. And he's like, that's my coworker. <laughs> 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 and then my mom in our room was like, that's my coworker. Like we were having the same conversation one room apart in the same dorm room on the 13th floor of the apartment building, which is actually pretty sweet and funny. I loved our dorm so much. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. 
And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. In terms of our like our dynamic in college, Shelly, because we like lived together for I want to say two to three years, because one year after college too. Like, what was our dynamic like in college, and what about it was so special? Oh my god, I think it was the fact that we both absolutely loved Friends. Like, we spent so much time quoting Friends, and the amount of time that we spent taking naps together <laughs> really brought us together. I feel like yeah. The rest of our roommates, I feel like, were morning people. Oh, yeah. And we were definitely Not. night owls. Yeah, we were definitely the people who were, like, we both had our burst of energies around the same time, around bedtime. And Tiff would always yell at you to go to bed. And then I would laugh because I'm in a separate room. But I think it was those two things. It's the fact that, oh, actually, now that I'm forgetting this, um, it's also the fact that you, in college, slept with a Hello Kitty bag of ramen under your bed. And that is how I knew we were going to be friends forever. Oh my gosh. The funny <laughs> thing is, I still have a photo of you pointing in my bag of ramen from college. And the funny, to add to that, Sally's bed sheets were actually Hello Kitty. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I actually forgot was about the friends thing. Like we actually totally bonded over friends and we would literally quote it so much. And I remember one time we had, to this day, I remember we had the, I had the best nap of my life with you. <laughs> I know. We Do talked about that. Yeah. But it wasn't even in our bed. It was in this bed, wasn't it? It was some bed, but I just remember because as the Friends fanatics here, we were literally like, oh my God, this is literally like Ross and Joey. And we're like, we had that moment of the nap, the napping thing. It was like the perfect amount of time. We got the perfect amount of REM cycles. It was great. I loved it. Oh, I yeah. feel like that really brought us together. And I, we have like very similar personalities and we vibe off of like the same people, I feel like. So... Our energy, typically, I think for both of us, we match other people's energy. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I think that whenever we went to events or parties or your favorite PB night, I think we would always vibe off of the same energy. And so we became, like, really good friends through that, too. We would, like, laugh at the same thing, see the same things at the same time, mm. and, like, like, watch Miles or watch Don. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yes. I, it's so funny because I literally was, t like, I did an episode with Helen talking about our friendship and I realized, like, I'm really big on vibes and, like, me and you just vibe really well together, like what you said, we're on the same page. You know, on the other side, though, I feel like the reason why we also got along was, I'm trying to remember back from, like, our, our junior year, but I feel like I was also very inspired by how you were, I feel you were going really hard in terms of, like, trying to figure out what you wanted for your career. Like, you were, like, a research intern. You're interning at the, like, political science building and, like, for our college. And you're doing all this stuff that I was like, oh, shit. I think you're the one that showed me our internship portal. <laughs> I think with you being there, I feel like I got really into, like, being invested in, like, what is my post-grad life going to be? And I feel like we would always share, like, what we were doing with our internship. Because we always had that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like we both were kind of on the same page of, like, that realm as well. Yeah. I remember, like, we we spent a lot of time thinking about what next. 
But then I think that we also, I think we're both like very like emotional, sensitive people. And so we spend a lot of time, I think, feeling, feeling our feelings and like talking about like, oh, I like think I want to do this, but I don't know, like I'm scared or like (laughs) you were super vulnerable when you try to be a campus tour guide. And that was the best. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, that was, oh, God, that was definitely a story that all our house remembers when I was, this is my first job that I was interviewing for in college, and I didn't know shit about UCSD, and I was interviewing to be a tour guide, and I would make everything up. And you guys remember, like, my fake tour group that I would pretend to, like, tell the story to. I think the video is still on my Facebook, like, video album. Oh, my God. At the end of the day, what made it really helpful in tying those two together was that, like, you were definitely my gut check. Mm. When I wasn't sure, I could be like, oh. I don't know. And even though you used us as your gut check for, you know, many, many things, I think we both talk out loud and we use each other as gut check. And I think that was really helpful, especially in college. Yeah. But you know what's funny, Sally? I feel like, because obviously we have gone through so much since then. I feel like in college, like, I feel like you weren't as emotional, though. But I think you knew that I was emotional. Like, you knew I was sensitive. I just wasn't willing to admit I was sensitive. That's true. I just remember in college, like, you and Tiff would be like, all right, Mel, too much too much feels. Like, as a joke. That was, like, the running joke, though, which I didn't mind because it was, it was kind of true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You did. It wasn't that it was too much feels. It was, um, it was a lot of, um, thinking out loud. Oh, my gosh, you're right. <laughs> I just realized... <laughs> Another thing that you guys would always make fun of me is that I literally would be like, should I like wash my hair tonight or should I should I eat first? Like, what should I literally be just saying, asking the dumbest things. And I just wanted to ask you both. Should I wash my hair? Yeah, it's like, should I wash my hair? But if I don't wash my hair, then I have to wash my hair later tonight. But then it'll get too late. And I don't think I should wash my hair too late at night. But then I should eat dinner first. And it's like a whole thing. <laughs> Sorry, I was seeing your face right now because I remember I remember your face called you were like, I don't know, Mel. You decide what you want. You're like, you know, it's really up to you. Meanwhile, Tip was like, yes, decide now. Yeah, she's like, it's not that hard. <laughs> but I think I want to share just overall within our dynamic in college. I think one thing, not only just me and you said, but like, so it was me, you, Tiff, and IL. And one thing we've always said and people always express to us is that we were really lucky because we got along so well. Like, when you when you move in with people in college, there's always like this potential to be like, ooh, like I don't get along with this one person and whatever. But we all got along like super, super well. And we like hung out and we supported each other. And I feel like that's such a rare thing, you know? Yeah, I agree. I also you and like Tiff were like my NIL were like my only friends in college. Well, I guess my I guess the list goes on now that I think about it. But like we weren't those people who were like in sorority. Mm. Like you had your own groups going on that you were a part of. Everyone had like separate like groups, like passion projects that they were a part of, I feel like. But at the end of the day, like you guys were like my best friend. Mm. Like you, wherever you went, I kind of just followed. I mean, that's probably true because that's why I dragged you out to Asian night on Thursdays. You're like, again? And I was like, yeah. And then you're like, all right. But they were fun. We made fun of you then. But now that I think about it, they're like the best moment. Like I had so much fun. And I think that really set the tone for us like Mm. later on as adults too. Because, well, going back to like the point where like you were always so good at just feeling your feelings. Like I remember calling you a lot in our 20s, like just crying. Like, just, like, feeling safe to be, like, I have no idea what's going on. 
I'm just freaking emotional over everything. And then I would like, I wouldn't even tell you I'm emotional. I would just talk about my problem and cry. But my problem was just like so minor. And like it allowed me to feel my emotion. And then on the other hand, though, when we would like, when I just didn't really have anywhere to go or what to like any plan, like I could, I knew I could always like come from NorCal to SoCal to like meet you. Mm. And then we would go out and it would, we would literally be like, should we do Asian night again? And like actually do it. I think that's one main thing, which I would love, but we could dive into that is like how we literally maintain our friendship throughout the years. Cause like just to give also people context after graduation, what happened was Sally, you started working at I think you worked in immigration, like an immigration law firm, and then tech in San Francisco, Silicon Valley, and then I moved to Los Angeles, and we became like long distance besties, I guess. And I think a question we get a lot is like, how do we maintain our friendships despite being long distance? And throughout the years, I think you would randomly call me, and then I would call you because I think my first year in LA, I was so lonely, like I didn't have anyone, and you were the first person I would call because I didn't know who else to call. I had no friends. And then I would literally go up to you and stay with you. Yeah. Like you were you were my Airbnb in yeah. the Bay, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that was the same for me though. Like I just came down whenever I felt like I needed a break. And I don't think it was ever like Mel's my best friend, I have to go see her. It was always like I'm just not having a good time. I need a break. And then I like knew that I could always like crash with you and like I felt like it was the same for you. You're like, I just need to get Mm -hmm. out of L.A. for a little bit. And then you would come for like a day and it'd be like three days later. You know what it is, too? (laughs) I feel like like when I think about our dynamic, which even to this day, I feel the same. There's like a safety feeling with each other. There's comfort. But I think because we had such a precious, like pure time in college with each other. Pure. I want to when I say the word pure, it's not like like oh you know but I think it was just such a precious time for me that I'm like whenever we're together I feel like I get inklings of feelings of that again you know what I mean oh yeah we tried a lot of things together like I think the nice part about being at UCSD as transfer students together is that we were forced to like go out of our boundaries and be uncomfortable with like one other person like Tiff is a social butterfly she is so great at mingling. I feel like I was always like, oh, trying to figure out how to sustain a conversation. And like, I felt like I could always rely on you to almost like as a clutch in like large environments that I didn't know. Like whenever we would go to like IL's event, like, we don't know what this music is, but we're having a great time. <laughs> like, but you know, that blows my mind because I feel like I think if anyone, like, my friends were to meet you, they're like, they would never have thought that. Because you're so easy to talk to and so fun. Oh, my God. I second guess every conversation I have. But we talk about that. Like, I will literally be like, it'll be like a week and a half later. And I'm like, why did I say that to that one person? I don't know, six weeks ago. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, I just overthink every conversation. For me, that is, I don't believe that, actually. (laughs) Because I feel like whenever I'm with you, you're just like, I feel like I'm the overthinker and you're just like, you always go, nah, I don't know, Mel. It's fine. Like, you're very like, but in a way where I feel like, okay, like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, but then you have to do that for me too. Like, it's like a two-way street. If we overthink it, then we're like, absolutely. Then we're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I cry to you about like certain friendships I had that I felt like, you know, oh, wasn't sure. Sorry. Yeah, and you would be like, I think actually 
like you were really good at just kind of like bringing me back and I think Mm. that I don't know I like overthink everything so I think it's funny that you thought I was fine because I was always deeply sweaty and uncomfortable that's true Oh my gosh. Sorry. I just, some, some conversations are coming back to me now. Wow. Okay. Just, just thinking about it. Okay. That makes, jogs my memory. I think one thing I do want to like kind of chat through and I feel like people listening might already kind of get the sense from our previous answers, but like, why do you think we were able to be friends for this long, like 12 years? I feel like during this time period, a lot of people have like friendship, friendship breakups. So we didn't have that. It's so hard to say because I feel like our friendship never took work. Mm. and maybe it goes to exactly what you were talking about in college like we have always really loved and appreciated each other's hustle and so like when you had to go to like dinner for Taiwan's birthday and you had to miss plans for us you know like (laughs) we knew and understood that and so like when whenever like we can't show up for each other it was never personal Mm. like I felt like I knew that you would if you could Mm. and I think that kind of stemmed throughout even after college when I knew that I could always call you and you'd pick up Mm. like I think that's a really important thing is that like I felt like you would always answer my message even if it's like two days later and like (laughs) you would always pick up the phone or you would just tell me like oh I'm in the middle of something it's like almost like a relationship where you have great communication. <laughs> yeah. I felt like we have these pauses, but it's like always, I don't know, it was great communication. Yeah. I do agree on the whole like just the effortlessness because I was trying to think about like our like dynamic. Cause even when I wrote this question, I was like, what is the answer? I feel like in terms of our personality, like who we are to our core we haven't really changed much since college which was what we how we connect in the first place so in a lot of ways I'm kind of proud to say like we didn't really change like who we are like we definitely evolved because obviously like we're now in our 30s compared to our 20s and some things have evolved but I don't think at the core who we are we never really changed and I think that's why I love so much about your personality and our dynamic because I feel like I can always go to you and you're always going to be Sally to me you know what I mean I'm not 100% sure I know what you mean. I don't. But I I like. I'm, I'm trying to like, because I don't know if on your end, Sally, but like, I feel like I have friends in the last 10 years. I may have like lost my connection with or wasn't as strong. But with you, I didn't. I feel like we got stronger. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think that is like, it's interesting too, because I think as an adult, finding friendship, I think there's like so many different camps of friendship. One of them is like friends that you've been friends with for so long. You've been friends with them since kindergarten and you're just friends because you've been friends for so long. It's a lot of shared memory. And I think that can easily fizzle in and out and you don't always feel that close to that person. Mm. And then you've got like friendship as an adult where you need a common goal, like a common interest. And then when you kind of move past that common interest, you're like, well, now what do we talk about? Mm -hmm. And like for the two of us, it's been really nice because we have both. Like, we have a lot of really great memory, but, like, we still have a lot of the same interests. Like, and our interests aren't physical mm. things. They're just, like, oh, like, I love whenever Mel, like, gets really vulnerable and, like, she shares this with me and, like, we get to share this moment or whenever Mel says <laughs> something really funny. Like, we have the same jokes, the same personality, mm-hmm. same joke. Now that I think about it, yeah, we kind of stayed the same. Yeah, right? That was my roundabout answer. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I feel like I've always, 
admired about you is your hustle. And like, it's crazy because I feel we work in completely different industries and we joke around because, well, okay. We joke around because our other friends work in like medical field and things. And we're always like, what do they do again? We're like, (laughs) I have zero idea. Like we love our other friends, but I just think because I've been invested in your career since college and you're like law, you're pursuing law that I'm just like, I want you to succeed. I'm on this journey with you, but it's very different in media that I feel like I'm just invested in your work and like in your like personal, like career goals. I'm like, I think the last 12 years have been me watching from afar you accomplishing this and being invested in it. And I feel like that also kept us going because I just feel like there's a level of respect and like admiration for each other's like, I guess, like grind. Yeah, but like not just in a work world, because I think you and I really supported each other in being really confused and like (laughs) not sure. Mm. And I think that's really what brought us together is that we went through a lot of experimentation together We went through a lot of encouragement leaving what we thought we knew, what we thought we wanted. I thought I wanted to, you know, be a researcher. I thought I wanted to do immigration law. And like, I thought I never wanted to go to law school. Like all these things I didn't know I wanted to do over like, I don't know, six years of experimenting. Like you were in fashion. You Mm. can't really tell you exactly what you did. I think you were a buyer or a seller. I was none of those, by the way. I worked in production. (laughs) But like you tried all these things and we were always like, dude, you're unhappy. Like leave. Like we we respected that hustle in like what we wanted in life, not just Mm -hmm. like our career. Like with boys, with like lifestyles, with like everything. We were always like, oh yeah, like you'll be fine. Like, but then I think it was always a safe space. And it was never like, I told you so, or like, Mm. don't do that. It was always like, I don't know, live your best life. Give it a try. If you fail, then you fail and you try it again. That's true. I will say one thing that I find very special with you is that you always validated how I felt, but not in a toxic way. You'd be like, "Mm." I I still remember this one meme we sent each other. That's probably really relevant. I remember I was like, oh my God, Sally. So my psychic said this. She goes, I think you should go to a therapist, not a psychic. And I did. We do go to therapy. We do go to therapy. But it just like, there's another question I'm going to ask you that I'm going to dive deeper into this. But I feel like there's this level of like, I guess, again, like, I think the biggest thing we're saying is like, there's safety. There's a level of safe space with each other that has been consistent the last 12 years. Yeah. And I think the thing that I want to just point out too, though, is that like our friendships grew over time. It wasn't like we instantly got along. It Mm. does take work to like in a way be vulnerable it didn't take work for us to be like oh like let's go be friends I think it takes inner work to like allow yourself to be like Mel I know we haven't like talked in like I don't know a month I'm gonna come over and stay there are you cool with that like you are gonna be like a little bit nervous about it and then just like allowing I don't know it just I feel like people think that friendships are like easy yeah, it and it is easy, but then there's a vulnerability that you have to be willing to have. Mm. And like, if Mel doesn't pick up the phone, it's not because she's too busy for me. Well, she is busy. She's probably, you know. That's true. Cooking, <laughs> watching gay drama, taking a nap. But it's not because she's not, she doesn't value me. Yeah. And I think that's a part that we always had for each other.
Thank you so much for listening to part one of this two-part series where I dive into my friendship with one of my best friends from college, Sally. Through this conversation, I feel like I was brought back through a time machine and reliving some of these college moments with her. You kind of forget a lot of these little moments, especially when you've been friends for over 10 years and have gone through other stuff since then. It also made me realize just how innocent our friendship began. I mean, we bonded on a TV series, Friends, and that became like a kind of a theme through our college years, like from the napping and like from after finals, we'd watch Friends together and always quoting it and always laughing. It makes me wonder, like, do you remember your origin stories with some of your college friends? And if you don't, it would be really fun to explore that. In part two of this series, Sally and I talk through the hardships we've gone through and what role we play in each other's lives. And hint, hint, she plays a huge role in my life. Like, I don't think I could, I don't want to say survive. I don't think I could do life without Sally. Make sure to follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Sending you all love. Bye, everyone. Bye.